0: Hello and welcome to Podcast Unlocked, episode 18, IGN's one and only Xbox-related show. My name is Ryan Clements, I'm an editor at IGN, and I am joined by, let's go around the room, Stephanie Lee. Hello. Hello. And I'm joined by brand new editor-in-chief of IGN.com, Casey Lynch. Hello, sir. Hello, Welcome Brian. to the show.
1: Thank you. It's good to be
0: here. And we have longtime returning fan favorite, Arthur Geese. Hello, sir. First of all, I have like three fans. You <laughs> have, that's more, that's well, more than more Well, four. Some.
2: I'm a big fan.
0: I'm feeling a little outbearded right now. Oh,
2: I think we all are.
0: Casey, I got to say, thank you very much for joining us on the show. Sure. And you do have a glorious beard. The good Ah. news is
3: now people will stop directing the Scott Ian of anthrax jokes, like to braid my beard in my direction, and now they'll aim it at you (laughs) because you actually could braid your beard.
1: I technically could, though I haven't. Well, People love
0: the beard. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't
1: think about it that much because it's been here so long. So.
0: Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe I could work with you on braiding it or doing a little dyeing in there. Maybe put like some red and orange stripes. Yeah, you too could look like a Giants that. fan.
1: <laughs> you know, my beard is really into sensual massage. So we, we should talk about it later.
0: Yeah. So, so Casey, you just uh, filled your position as editor in chief at IGN.com very recently. I filled it up. You filled it up, and uh, you are replacing Hillary Goldstein, who left uh, a little while ago. Yeah. So, uh, to, so, I mean, right tell us about uh, yeah. Tell us about uh, where you're where you're coming from, and what you're bringing to the table, besides uh, the beard.
1: The beard uh, is awesome. Uh, no, it, it's good to be here. Uh, Hillary's actually a good friend of mine. Um, definitely stoked to uh, take over where he left off. Um, where I'm coming from, uh, well, I've, uh, I'm an old guy. I've been working in the industry but for. You're not an old guy. Well, come
0: I, on, come on. I mean,
1: <laughs> uh, I've been. Covering games and music since the 90s, so that's sort of old. Oh, that is pretty old. I was 10
0: 10 in the 90s. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up.
3: So, but, uh, (laughs) I mean,
1: I've written for, you know, if you like games, which I think most of us do, I've written for most of the magazines and websites that we all read and love. Uh, And worked for them. Official Xbox Magazine, PlayStation, GamePro, Hardcore Gamer, blah blah blah, all that. Um, Awesome. Actually, I had a really fortunate experience to work in PR for like four years. Um, Really good friends with the guys at Harmonix, Uh, so I was invited to work on the Rock Band franchise. So I. You were there
3: when I signed the most ridiculous NDA I've ever signed. Actually. The one that
1: the uh, million dollar dollar one. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which (laughs) somebody broke. Which was. Did they really? Yes. Did they get
0: charged? It made my life interesting. What what was the
3: million dollar? NDA? This is for Rock Band three. This was to not tell anyone that there were keyboards in it. Oh okay. And yeah. it was and like they would f- charge you a million dollars? up to and including a million dollar fee. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah.
1: It was during uh, the pre E three uh, pre E three judges event. Uh, Two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. Yeah. And uh, we rented out a huge studio in Hollywood, and everybody walked in and. Uh, the harmonics team was playing "Huey Loose" in the news. Yes, and, yes, they were. <laughs> and uh, you know, everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, there's keyboards! Wow!" I, I'm not going to say anything, so I don't lose a million dollars. So, but yeah, I got to I got to work with John Drake and uh, you know all the guys at Harmonics who I know and love. Um, so that was a great um, chance to see a completely different side of the industry, having been on the. Writing and editing side for such a long time, sort of to see the inner workings of publishers and developers and how all that kind of stuff works. For you have sure, man.
0: Guitar Hero character named after you. Yes. I do have a Guitar I Hero I wanted to bring that up <laughs> at least once on this show. Yes. That I did Ka- not know Casey that. Lynch from Guitar Hero is actually named after you. Yeah. Back before that game was awful.
1: <laughs> right. Well, yeah, actually, that character ruined the game pretty much. Oh. No, no. I'm kidding. I joke. So yes. But yeah, no, it's true. Um, I Gene uh, Simmons
3: ruined that game. The what? Gene Simmons are in that game.
1: Oh, well, yeah. A lot, a lot of things contributed to Guitar Hero not being what it was when it first launched. So, yeah. um, But I love Guitar Hero, um, and I love Rock Band. But yes, Casey Lynch, the girl, is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was transgendered for a video game. but what She you does have talking? an awesome
3: beard. She, she
1: needs a beard.
0: She's now that? a snake lady. Is she? Did they turned her did. into a well, snake she lady? Did, yeah,
1: Warriors of Rock saw yeah. her become like... Uh, you know, like one of those snake temptresses from Conan the Barbarian.
0: Ah, interesting. No, not okay. really. Oh, it you were really in Warriors wasn't of Rock? At all. It, it would have
1: been, yeah, been cool if that's actually what it was. But yeah, Warriors of Rock um, definitely went in a different direction.
0: That was the one where you're all transforming into like your where spirit you find animals your power or something. Animal, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So got it.
1: And apparently, I'm a blonde woman who turns into a snake.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hot in I, my dreams. You are Python, <laughs> Ryan. Oh <you're> so <laughs> goodness. Sorry. Sorry. It's uh, it's all this energy, the sexual energy that's flowing through the podcast room right now. Sexual jock up in here. Uh, well, today we actually have a couple really cool topics because there are two games that I am actually extremely excited to not only play but finish, and one is Catherine. Uh, the crazy Japanese puzzle-slash-dating sim game. You could have just stopped
3: at Japanese, and we would have understood. (laughs) There you go.
0: (laughs) And the other one is Bastion, which is a top-down, kind of witty uh, action role-playing game, if I'm to understand it correctly, because that one I haven't played yet. Luckily, our own Arthur Geese has played it. So, uh, Arthur, would you like to start us off and lead us on a discussion about Bastion, which comes out today, if I'm not mistaken? Yes, it kicks off the summer
3: of Arcade, Nice. and Bastion is super tits. Super tits. Wow, quote So that.
0: that's, that's, I mean, that's a, a high compliment, high praise.
3: Bastion is really good. Um, it is an overhead action RPG. Uh, the premise is that you're a kid who wakes up with someone narrating everything you do. Like, literally everything you do. <laughs> that's so cool. I wish, <laughs> uh, I wish someone would do that you for You start in a room, and as you walk out of it, you walk onto a platform that has nothing in front of it, and then the world builds in front of you. Um and then, as an example of how in-depth the narrator gets, like there's these rock piles that you can destroy that are for no reason in particular, and the narrator makes a comment about how you're just going to hang out for a while and break up rock piles and stuff like that. I cannot wait to play this game. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really fun. Um, the, the combat is pretty in-depth for a top-down action RPG kind of thing. Um, you get lots of different weapons, lots of upgrades for those weapons. You build up your bastion, which is a sort of sanctuary. Uh, and as you progress through the game, you unlock more levels that you can go to when you want to from the bastion.
0: Awesome! Um, and oh, so the bastion serves as like a sort of hub world. Yes, also? the, oh, the no. bastion is your okay. hub world.
3: Got it. I cool. should have fixed the mic before we
0: started. No, no, it's it's totally fine. This is a uh, oh damn it! I was about to say this is a conversational podcast, but that's what Podcast Beyond is. Podcast Unlocked is not conversational. That's at all. right. We don't no. speak. <laughs> we, we don't speak. <laughs> This is all just simulated talking. We talk at you. <laughs> um, They're vocaloids. So, Arthur, how much is uh, Bastion going to be on uh, Xbox Live? I don't know.
3: I didn't pay oh. for Bastion.
1: It's going to be somewhere yeah. between 0
0: and 20000 It's, 20,
2: it's 000 actually $1,200. <laughs> yeah, Microsoft $15 points.
0: is like the standard price point for some of our okay. game stuff. We're going to guess either $15 or 20000 Microsoft <laughs> points. It's some, I mean... It, Let, chances are it's somewhere in there. It's not, yeah, I mean, there it has, has to be. been stuff
3: on the marketplace that's been priced that way because they didn't want anybody to buy it.
1: Yeah, what was the one that was like, I think Reach was, last yeah, year was, or
3: Crackdown was yeah, priced Didn't that. somebody actually buy it? No, somebody hacked the codes oh. and uh, downloaded it and <gasps> used that to that pirate Reach. hackers. And ruin reviewers' Hacks lives horse. for that game. Um, so they, right. they were supposed to send out download codes for Halo Reach and they didn't because of that so they pulled it off the marketplace and sent out discs at the very last minute. No... But, uh, but yeah bastion is really really good um it's cool. super colorful super well animated um, the enemies are interesting
0: would you would you recommend it to someone that's not a huge uh, RPG kind of person
3: I mean if you like action games sure okay And I'm really curious to see what they do with the world. Like every level has been different enough to make me curious to see what they'll do next.
0: Can you give me like a rough estimate for how long we're looking at for this kind of game? I have no idea. Greg
3: Greg Miller played through it and seemed to take an awful long time. So it's not Limbo, and I don't say that as a pejorative because I loved Limbo. Right. I I thought Limbo was the actually a little too
0: long. Um, Okay. I, would, I actually would agree with that, lot, I think. Limbo Drive. I, I very much enjoyed enjoyed it. Which is out on
3: another console today that we don't
0: talk about. Uh, oh, that's right.
3: It's a console
1: that the, doesn't exist. The
0: console that should not be named is finally getting Limbo. That it's, they're they're be right, on, right on time. Mm-hmm. Right on time. <laughs> uh, so, and neither of you guys have played Bastion yet?
2: I'm going to download it today.
0: Okay, awesome. I downloaded it yesterday. I didn't get to play it, though. You're a bad podcast. Host. I'm really stoked to play. Whatever, bro. I was too busy playing Catherine, which you haven't played yet. You're a bad podcast. Hey, one host. of us is moving, jerk. Yeah, one of us has, uh, like.
2: That's such a convenient excuse for everything. Like, why don't you get food? Because I was moving.
0: Yeah, it takes a lot of time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when have you
1: been playing Catherine? All I see is you play Mortal Kombat.
0: Um, well, I was playing Catherine at home yesterday. Yeah, I think you're lying. No, I, I can I'm tell you get
1: online and check your game score. You, well, I was. Oh, so you it
0: can't. On a, yeah, because Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Wait, what? Uh, That's the lead. Wait, uh, because that's a lead platform for that game. I'm not going to play it on the 360 if it's all grainy and Wait, gross looking. Isn't this the But Catherine's audience? great on the Xbox 360. <laughs> Oh the the only
3: real difference on Catherine seems to be the full motion
0: video. So. Yeah, it's just, it's just like slightly compressed and only like if you were looking at it side by side with a serious eye for detail, but you can notice the difference. It has
3: a thousand percent more achievements. Uh,
0: okay. A thousand percent? Isn't that impossible? Can't you only go up to 100%?
3: No, because it has zero achievements on PS3. So
0: actually, I mean, it's an undefinable number more right. percentage it's, it's of it's achievements. It's inquantifiable. Jerk, Casey. Okay, so so uh, I'm sorry. I didn't Do you have not played Bastion yet? I've not played Bastion. Uh, excited saw... for it? Or
1: uh, I am. Uh, yeah. I, okay. I, when I saw it initially, it looked really cool. And uh, Greg was reviewing it, and I sit right next to Greg. So um, apparently, there's multiple endings as well. So are there really? Know. I I guess so, because that's at least what I overheard him saying. Oh, right, because
3: he he played it twice.
2: Well, are there going to be choices you're going to make in the game? I think there's a
3: choice at the end, is the way his
2: review
0: made it sound. Okay. Yeah, I'm not
1: sure, so... Um, I overheard that part, and then I had to sort of pull my eyes away because I didn't want the ending ruined before I even started the game. Right. I have played Catherine, though.
0: Okay. Yeah. I Ca- would, let's let's hear it, man. Let's move on to the Catherine discussion. Yeah,
1: Catherine was interesting. I didn't quite know what to expect. I hadn't uh, seen much about it except for the photo of you know the buxom girl with a dude stuck between her boobs, yes. which right. I thought, you know, I'm in. <laughs> and then that's
3: the PS3 cover. And then the, the Xbox 360 cover is someone crawling down the crack of her ass. Right. Up her
0: back. Well, it's oh, still, see, it's that, still him. I mean, it's, that's even better. It's him and he's sort of like emerging out of her pants. And so.
3: for people like me, it's a brunette, which is better.
1: Oh,
0: than the Okay.
2: So see, the PS3 ah, version has the blonde you. Catherine? Yes. On the cover and, oh, okay.
1: Not so, that
3: she's not cute. Not that I haven't dated blondes, but I Right. right. Now wait a, a second. See,
1: here, there needs to be a distinction made because in the game there's two Catherines. Right. One, yes. one with the C and one with the K. Correct. Now, which one is which?
3: Catherine is the brunette, I think. It with the K. With the K <laughs> That's and, not she, helpful. and <laughs> she has
1: yeah. glasses.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I honestly it didn't even occur to me how stupid that sounded. <laughs> so yeah, Catherine with a K K
0: with glasses. KK Catherine is Yes. And she is
2: currently dating the main character. She's engaged, right? Or engaged. No, no. She's they're pushing to be
0: engaged. They're dating.
1: That, okay. That's sort of the, the, the crux the of the whole game.
0: Yes, exactly. And, and really, the if you haven't heard about uh, Catherine much already, it is basically a game about this one guy is, finds himself in a situation I, I think a lot of young men find themselves in where they're not sure if they want to commit to a, a long-term, if not permanent relationship. And he's sort of hovering between these, uh, these two mindsets. Of, and
3: then he bones another girl.
0: Yeah, that that happens right. Totally at Totally accidentally. Of the game. Yeah, it would, seems like it was an accident. That's not a spoiler so much
3: as the premise.
0: Yes, I mean and that, that... N- now he's thrown into this kind of moral chaos as to what he's supposed to do uh, in his precarious situation. Right,
1: and the other girl happens to be another Catherine with yeah. uh, C. Right, so, and that's neither blonde, of which, for the the record, blonde with the curly hair, correct, and neither of which are Catherine Zeta Jones,
0: correct. <laughs> A very important to see. It is. I mean, That'll be the sequel. <laughs> we, just, we, we need
1: to be clear because we we, we really try and avoid confusion yes. here.
0: So what I love about Catherine so far, and you guys can can give me your feedback as well, is that it. Uh, I think it combines two very different styles of gameplay together. You have this very Japanese uh, sort of dating sim, life sim, uh, bar crawl, <laughs> and then in uh, Vincent, the main character's nightmares, you have a very difficult block, block-oriented puzzle game where you're trying to climb a tower of blocks and rearrange the blocks as you it's go like, to get up. It's kind
3: of like Hubert with goats and boobs. And
0: reverse. You're going up instead of down, right? There you go. Right. Um, and I, I don't know. So from... <laughs> i <I'm> try <trying>, Just <laughs> mar-
3: let that marinate for a minute.
0: You just blew my mind. <laughs> you know? That's what I do here on Podcast Unlocked. I I was really—I played it for a couple hours last night. I was, and I had played it previously, but it was on um, the—it was on like a debug version, so I hadn't actually been able to finish that version. Um, I'm really loving it so far. I would encourage pretty much anyone that's down for something a little different, a little kooky, to give it a shot. Uh, And it's from the Persona guys. It's from the—it's from the Persona team. I I mean, that's unofficially what they're called because they're just—I think they're just part of like an internal Atlas studio or development team I mean, right if we're throwing around air quotes can we put the good ones at atlas <laughs> jeez well they are very talented folk and uh I'm... come
1: on atlas you know sometimes sometimes they, they put yeah some...
0: usually it has persona
1: on the name true or uh demon souls
0: yeah there you go but that, that, was, that wasn't them though that was from from I mean, software I know, but still yeah so. that was well, from, you said atlas from... That was <laughs> from From. That's right. <laughs>
3: did I was publish Demon's Souls.
0: Yes, the yes, first one. The first yeah. one. Yeah. Now Nam, Namco Bandai is doing Dark Souls. Yeah. So yeah, I think I actually was having more fun. The block, the block puzzle gameplay is all well and good. It's but I, freaking hard. It's, it is freaking hard. <laughs> well said, madam. <laughs> because honestly, I mean, I kind of suck at puzzle games to be totally honest, and I was, I was having some challenge. But there's a lot of there's a lot of nuances in the game that. Make it more forgiving, first of all, than the Japanese version, which was apparently borderline masochistic. That's and, weird. Uh, they
2: had a tone it down. I yeah. thought
0: usually
3: I always read that American games were supposed to be harder than Japanese games. Really? Yeah. Have you seen the really? Bullet
0: Hell games that they play? Right, but out? that
3: that's a specific niche, and those release over here not that often. But like right. normal games that release across the Pacific, uh, usually... I mean,
1: I don't know. I mean, that goes all the way back to even like Super Mario. I mean, there's there's games that have a release in Japan that seemed to be just excruciatingly
3: difficult. That it just never comes out over here. Well,
1: they just I well they, they either don't come out, but I, for some reason there's some difficulty lost in translation. Either that or they just think that we're dumber, which is entirely huh, possible because I think I even said that wrong. Shouldn't we be more dumb? Uh, I, I, I,
0: I, no, it's <laughs> fine. I would say that the reasoning is probably – I think that if it's just released in one market first, it's a great test of the waters kind of situation where – I mean, if people were completely struggling, even on easy difficulty in Catherine, they're like, maybe, maybe we've gone a little too far, and they adjust it for the other markets. Basically, what happens is in the, American, in the United States version, it's uh, the normal mode. You, you have access to a feature that was previously only available in easy mode on, uh, on the Japanese version, which is you can retry. Um, you can basically go back a step without penalty. Uh, obviously, the the stage the the crux of this gameplay, by the way, is that the stage the tower is slowly crumbling beneath you, and so you're trying. It's a race against time. Right. And, and the- in the in the in the normal version, now you can press uh, select or back or whatever, uh, depending on the platform you're playing on, and it'll it, Vincent will undo one of his moves. This doesn't slow down time or anything. The tower is indeed still crumbling beneath your feet. But uh, at least you don't, you're, you're not in a position where you're like, fuck, I just did something terrible, and now I have to start the whole stage over again.
1: Right. And to be clear, uh, at each level of the stage, uh, only s- some blocks can be moved, and they can only be moved once. Correct. So in this easier format, um, it's a little more forgiving. And I
2: think the blocks can be, can be moved well, can indefinitely be, well, until it actually some falls
0: off. Right.
1: But yeah. some blocks can't. And so, some blocks
0: can't be moved at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. But and then, then some as you, have spikes. Yeah.
1: But then <laughs> so as you get have harder… spike traps. As you ramp up the difficulty, um, or if you play on a higher difficulty level, if you move the block the wrong way, I, as far as I understood it, it's you're basically screwed because right.
0: Yeah. Yes, you can you can get yourself into an unsolvable situation exactly. very easily in that yeah. in that game.
1: And who wants that? That's that's like real life. As long <laughs> exactly. as it lets me
3: go through the game and snub the blonde, I'm down. I'm there, ready. There you go.
1: So. Uh, we can't say spoilers, of whether you get the blonde or the brunette at the end. I mean, right, how could
0: exactly. they could put you in any position other than you having to choose? I, I don't know, but well, I'm, there is I'm a, very excited to find out how that game ends. No there spoilers. Is
1: a, there is a moral dilemma throughout the game. And it's interesting, you know, I, I was... You haven't I beat it yet, Somebody wasn't my girlfriend. No, no. Oh, okay. I, I, I assumed coming into it, knowing it was from the Persona team, that there would be much uh, deeper RPG elements. And it's um, the morality system is really interesting because it just asks you these questions like... Is marriage good or is marriage great? You know, <laughs> it's a, uh, I actually
0: really like those questions because they, they actually made me think. And they're well, I don't know. I thought I don't they were. No, they're they're kind of confusing. Some of them are. Well, they're they're. What I like is that it's unlike. Uh, oh, man. Sorry, Arthur. I'm going to bring up a PlayStation product again. Unlike Infamous Two, which has, I think, some of the most obvious moral I decisions. I own Infamous Two. I
3: haven't played I, it. But...
0: Um, like, as in, you know, you want to be good, you can save this orphanage. You want to be bad, kill this guitar player. Which is pretty. You're <laughs> <which laughs> <is> like, <laughs> oh, all right, goddamn, well, stupid. pretty, pretty easy to tell which is which. But in this one, <laughs> like, there was an early question in the game. You uh, killed the guitar player. Yeah, <laughs> I actually I saved every the guitar player. It would
1: have been different if it was kill the drummer.
0: Uh, the, what, what I thought was fascinating was one of the questions uh, that I, it was early in the game, so it's not really spoiling anything, but one, the, one of the questions that sort of tries your personality is, uh, in life, or do you want to be the kind of person that stands out from the crowd or fits in? And I'm like, there's really no, it's it's like there's no good or evil here. This is just like, you know, how do you feel about the situation? I picked one, actually it turned out to be the evil one, so apparently I am uh, evil by nature.
3: Why? Because you want to stand out?
0: Yes. Pay attention to me.
3: Yes. If I do a game of moral choices, killing the bassist will be the good choice.
1: Is the bassist <laughs> worse? Is it better to kill the bassist or the drummer?
3: I think after last week, killing the bassist is good. Last week was a bad week for bassists. Was it? Uh, the bassist from Coheed and Cambria robbed oh, a bunch of right. prescription that, drugs. That was a, like two weeks ago. I, it might have been two weeks I don't ago. I they're talking about. Like, <laughs> have you heard of the band <laughs> Coheed Cambria? No. Oh. Really?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you serious?
3: Yep. It's, well, they're not, they're not from Japan or Korea. Yeah, um, they don't play Korean dance, music. I don't understand. No. Uh, it's, it's a fairly popular rock band. The bassist from that band like robbed a pharmacy of a bunch of prescription oh, painkillers. Really? Yeah, for Oxycontin. took a cab to the venue where they were playing a show that night. Uh, and wow. also Nick Oliveri, the former oh, bassist Queens of the no. Stone Age, w- was in a four-hour standoff with a SWAT team. Uh, I didn't hear about this. That involved him holding a gun to his girlfriend. Oh, God. Uh, Jeez. Uh, that's the, that's why he was kicked out of Queens of the Stone Age in the first place, is well, what I'd read. That yeah. He beat up a woman in front, of the, in front of a... What's his name?
1: How
2: did this tangent come about? We were talking about... Killing the,
3: musicians.
1: Oh. Well, he talked okay. about Infamous, and the moment you bring up a, a, a game on Unlocked that is associated with any other platform... <laughs> the entire conversation falls apart.
3: <laughs> I think the conversation <laughs> just came together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, that's, it, that's where Queen,
1: that's where the Queens of went downhill was after Nick got kicked Which out, is,
3: out. well, not only that, but Dave Grohl and Nick both were gone at the same time. So it's like, goodbye, awesome, like, I know. And, but
1: Lullabies Paralyzed was a good album. It was,
3: it, it was good by itself following, uh, Song, songs of the deaf it was a disappointment
1: right now Ryan's like why are you guys talking about music no I don't <laughs> mind because honestly
0: this is this is what I'm feeling right now must be how Arthur feels when I talk about Korean pop music no
1: do you feel like oh. do you feel like you stand <laughs> out <laughs> right now Ryan or you, that you fit in
0: no right now I'm definitely just one uh, of these kids. Don't. <laughs> doing
1: so the, the one thing that I thought was really interesting um, to bring it back to Catherine that oh, we're you back. That right, brought good. up was sort of the ju- juxtaposition and
0: um, <laughs> the Jack position. Thank like, you for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I
1: mean, like, I I was really confounded by, honestly, by this bar crawling anime sequence. Ah, okay. and then So going, you did
0: not? It did not fit. It, it grew felt.
1: I'm not saying it's bad. It just felt really jarring to then go into the nightmare, and then you know the pillow and the ram horns and like what's going on, mm-hmm. and um, and I and this isn't a bad thing, and I'm not knocking the game whatsoever, and I haven't finished it, but. I just after playing it, I thought, "Is that all the game is?" It's basically like a stair climbing game.
0: Yeah,
1: and um, it is. It's just it is stair, primarily stair a puzzle and, game and, 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 and maybe I felt this way because the presentation itself um, in the anime esque sections felt so. Uh, high production value. Yeah, like, it's, so it's like a rich.
3: hyper-produced JRPG. Yeah. Game. I mean, were,
1: I felt like I was watching an anime.
3: And that's the thing. Like, when I saw footage of this game, before I knew anything about it other than boobs, is that, like, it looked like an RPG. Like yeah. a dating sim plus boobs. RPG. So, sort of like the Persona games. So, I guess that they couldn't really do that again because they were already I doing mean, it with Persona. they sure don't
1: have to. I mean, I'm not saying that it's bad. It just... My, my first initial sort of experience with it was we, we you know we played slash watched air quote whatever it is because you're sort of watching a lot of you know what's happening and, um, and then you're just thrown into this stair sequence where we're all like what is going on and, and then you're just right back into the anime section and so
0: yeah I mean um,
1: I was I, so the second time that we went into a nightmare I was because I didn't have much um, much context before playing the game which was okay. actually kind of cool yeah um, so I wasn't sure if the second nightmare was going to be different, like a different type of gameplay.
0: Okay, interesting. Um, yeah that's a very good point. And I never it just, thought about it like that. So
1: then my question then when I was talking with my buddy Steve, who, who we were playing it together was, is that all that it is? So each levels basically are just trying to traverse this puzzle mm-hmm. and obviously they're going to increase the difficulty and the blocks types are going to change yep. and, and I understand that happens and I haven't finished the game so but that sort of stood out to me as like there's it was interesting that this game that um, it took this approach with such awesome, you know sort of cinematic Moments and you know this rich character development, good VO, interesting story, and and what a weird story for a game, right? Where you know this guy is trying to figure out if he wants to get married or not, and then his buddy is going to get married, and then yeah, they're, they're making
0: fun of him. I love it. I think I think it's I think it's phenomenal to see a story that's not the usual cut and dry. Uh, you mean you know, like video game story, starring like
1: the weird space marine James Vega from Mass Effect Three.
3: That guy does look weird. I'm super excited for Mass Effect 3. Like I am I, too,
1: but that dude just...
3: Like, I actually played Mass Effect 3, so it's not like... Yeah. Like, I understand, but that, that guy looks terrible.
2: <sighs> he looks like... I a... haven't seen it yet. And he, Ashley
1: looks like a whore. He looks like a mix between... Oh, I'm
0: real upset about what they did with Ashley. <laughs> oh, I
1: haven't seen her. But they, they, he looks like a mix between Jet Brody from Fracture and Sev from Killzone 2. That's all I'm saying. Those, that's a bad totally pair of forgot comparisons about to make. Jet Brody. Jet Brody! we talked about fracture all the time, like a
0: few years ago. Either yeah. of
3: those comparisons will be bad. Both of those comparisons in one <laughs> sentence.
1: Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. I, I, I'm and then kinda... the picture, the way that they have him posed, is like shoulders all tweaked. <laughs> he either has like you know spinal meningitis or
3: they're trying to do contrapposto <laughs> and they're fucking it up. No tell one you, has like any, it's any Ryan, idea. art terms. Ryan, Does tell, anyone tell, tell me I'm wrong. From,
0: uh, well, I'm, I'm, and I I'm, want to hear what the hell is. You don't know what that means? <laughs> so... I'll
3: tell you after you ask Ryan that question.
0: I have seen the image, but I'm kind of forgetting what the character looked like because I just glanced at it over Christine's shoulder when she had it up on her computer.
1: That's not true. You're just too nice.
0: No, no, no. I'm, I would, I would offer an opinion if I felt strongly about it. I promise. And
1: I, I'm not knocking Mass Effect Three. I'm stoked for the game. I loved Mass Effect Two. I'm just he just
0: looks like a douchebag.
1: He does look like a douche.
0: Yeah. Uh,
3: Contrapposto is the addition of opposing shoulders and hips in classical sculpture.
2: Oh, oh yeah. okay. It yeah, adds no, a no,
3: sense no. of weight and movement. Like, David is a good example. Like, Michelangelo's David. He
1: looks like he's doing a move from Thriller.
3: Kind of. <laughs> that- but it looks like, it, instead of, like, like, really old Greek and Roman sculpture where they're just standing stock still and they look dead, That there's right. a sense of movement.
0: That
1: makes sense. <laughs> Did yeah, Michael Jackson bad. take cues from Contraposto? Uh,
0: I think we all take cues from Contraposto. I, I think we all take cues from Michael Jackson. Would, let's be could honest. you
1: classify Thriller point. as zombie Contraposto?
0: <laughs> yes.
3: Okay. Yes, we could.
1: <laughs> zombie. We're, we're just clarifying some things. It's
3: I'm be sure right. Michelangelo would have thought it was fabulous.
0: <laughs> we're just working some out some stuff out here, Ryan. So. Uh, I really, I'm glad, man. Oh wow, we can. Uh, we have been chatting. The time just gets away from me, folks. When I'm having a good time with these uh, with these fine podcasts, or when you're drinking. Well, yeah, but I haven't been drinking. We're anything. just drinking water. It's like eleven o'clock. Not today. Morning. Well, not today. Well, let's... <laughs>
1: can we talk about you drinking your six shots? And no, uh, is we, that we can, this? but
0: I don't want to talk about why I was doing that okay. because that feature is not yet created. Yet. <gasps> Ryan Clements <gasps> oh. came up
3: with an excuse. To drink a lot of fernet at work.
1: Which, as editor-in-chief, I wholly support.
3: Considering how much alcohol we're at all the events I've ever
0: seen you at, I am not surprised by this. Hey, you
1: know, I'm just here to to help. And have a good time. Love and alcohol make the world go round. That's all I'm saying.
0: Uh, I will say that the only reason, normally speaking, the five to six shots wouldn't have done me in, except I did them too fast uh, for this feature. But it was all for the glory (laughs) of game. Jeez, look at Mr. Heavyweight Um, here. I I would have had to (laughs) spread those out significantly more. I have
3: a a pair of games to very quickly tell the audience about. Please do! Which is to say, don't buy Deadblock, first of all. I didn't have a chance to say that when it came out. That zombie game? Yeah, that zombie, like... Room Defense game is not good. Room Defense. Um and the only reason I thought of that is because it comes out on PSN so the cancer is spreading today. Uh and uh, Warhammer 40K kill team reviewed that. And
0: I would I would like to point out that your friend and colleague Anthony Gallegos said that it was
3: Okay. Anthony Gallego spent fan. the evening on Monday on Sunday painting Warhammer miniatures. Yes. Well, I'm just saying wait, wait, clearly. Wait, wait. So I'm just saying
1: you you guys were painting Warhammer. No,
3: I was, was not. I have in the past. Don't don't I get me too, wrong. To so be
2: fair, it's a Sunday evening. I was like like a
1: Friday. Fifteen and in it was, an empty apartment. It was you know in
3: 1986 or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, I was like 20 or 21 when I last painted Warhammer Miniatures. So I'm not saying that I'm cooler. I'm just saying that Anthony likes him some Warhammer 40K. Right. If you really like Warhammer 40K, then you might look into Kill Team. Otherwise, it's not a lot of content, and it's not very fun for $10.
1: Okay. And if you like Warhammer 40K, then you can look forward to a preview coming up from Space Marines.
3: That should be up by the time people... Is it today? ...can read I that. That was it? gross. Yeah, it's oh, up today. Yes, I guess that I was
0: just... I got
1: it.
3: Did I say it right? Is it Space
1: Marine or Space Marines? Space I Marine.
3: So. There's no ocean. He's not <laughs> Space Marine Biologist. Well, maybe just more. <laughs> well, biologist. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Do you trauma anybody? No? I like the emphasis you put on syllables. So. <laughs> syllables?
1: Yes. Hey, you know, I'm,
0: I'm just here to get syllabic. Let us, look at, <laughs> Both. let us look at some emails from you listeners out there. You can email us. Unlocked at iGen.com is the address. Please email. send us emails. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> email. <laughs> thank, thank you, Casey. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's like it was like a farm animal. <laughs> so <we're gonna> go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, it's like the goat that yells like a man. Both Stephanie and I can now attest to this. We have still been getting a large number of emails that that are probably more than four bajillion words <laughs> long, and I just don't—I don't know if it's physically impossible for me to read your email in the hour allotted that I have for the show. How am I supposed to read your email?
2: And it's worse when that like giant wall of text actually says nothing in particular. Yeah.
0: So please, folks, uh, I, make a small wall. Of imagine, text imagine something. this. Send us an email. Send an email to and make it a sentence or two hey it's like hey locksmiths do you like this game or how do you feel about this happening to this how about 500 characters or less
2: <laughs> but to be fair ryan people are writing in and like chiming in our discussions basically that
0: part that part's true yeah but i just so delete cool. all that stuff anyway no, it's... <laughs> you should
1: just get people to tweet then.
0: yeah all right. tweet, their, uh, tweet their seven questions. paragraphs keep seven. it under 140 it's characters. like 40 tweets to get <laughs> through their question uh, so They'd anyway, be let's... like reading a text message from your <laughs> idiot cousin. I will. I will start with <laughs> a slightly life. longer email. But then no. gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You're like a <laughs> living soundboard, an Sorry.
1: organic soundboard. I'm messing you up. Have kind. you
3: seen the goat that yells like a man?
1: I have one in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> have you Have you heard the Adam Sandler goat sketch? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's amazing. Sorry. No.
3: You button hooked me. You button hooked <laughs> me. Yes, I hey, definitely. Hey, guys, split
1: football. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, Fun. go. I'm Fuck ready. Me in the nope. <laughs>
0: <laughs> This <laughs> is a question from Sharif who writes Hey, locksmiths, a couple of weeks ago there was a question asking uh, you all what your favorite JRPG of this gen was. I was really surprised at your responses. I think Ryan's game of choice was Eternal Sonata. Correct. I would have said Eternal Sonata. Correct. I'm actually playing that game right now for the first time. After hearing that it was your favorite JRPG of this generation, I thought that it should be good. Now I'm about five hours in, and i got to say, really? Do you really consider that game better than, say, Tales of Vesperia, for example? Is the <gasps> quest to lower taxes really that epic? Now, I would like to personally address this because I am, I'm, I'm actually kind of sick of people thinking that it something has to be epic to be interesting. It's the
3: fever dreams of Japan as he's dying.
0: Yeah. Fuck you. I mean, it's really, it's it's not only an awesome, like uh, setup, but the story is phenomenal because it feels so personal and so like, uh, intimate and the music is great and the the music is great and the characters are great. And, and if you're only five hours in, you definitely haven't gotten to the, to the really cool parts yet. So
3: I would say Valkyria Chronicles is my most disappointing JRPG. This (sighs) John,
0: Don't say that. That stings my heart, Arthur. I'm sorry. Eh, That's fine. You're allowed to have your crazy-ass opinion. I'll massage your heart later. You
1: guys are nerds. (laughs) Are we? (laughs) Who plays Tales of Asperia?
0: Not me. Well, Tales of Asperia is supposed to actually be really good, so I just have not personally played it yet. I played it. Um, for like five minutes. Anyway. Anyway, uh yeah. Sharif goes on to say if you could turn any game into a JRPG, what game would it be? Personally I think that the Blaze Blue series would make for a pretty awesome JRPG. It is a cool world and some cool characters. So I could see that. Anybody does anybody have a have the need to change something into a JRPG? Mm. Maybe L.A. Noir? That sounds like a pretty good <laughs> Madden pretty good. Duh. Fit. Oh man, I would totally play Madden if it was. There a JRPG. has to have been a football RPG at some point. I'm, I'm sure, sure not just an been.
1: RPG, a JRPG. Oh, get the you know the oh, fullback yes. with like the spiky hair and the midriff. <laughs> <laughs> there, could be, there could be like football fields flying in spaceships. Yes, and yeah, oh. that's actually one of my biggest know. problems with
2: JRPGs: is the midriffs. The
1: midriffs. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's you know that, that's, that's your that's a problem. Yeah.
3: What? I mean, so I
2: can't. It's like a, it's like a fashion faux pas. Come Wait, on. I can't for what?
3: really for girls or for guys. For guys. I can't oh, really talk guys. shit about the idea of madness as a JRPG because one of my favorite JRPGs of all time was the Super Mario RPG. Mm. On yeah. Super Nintendo. There you None go. of that oh, fucking man. Nintendo 64. None of that paper GameCube business. bullshit. Yeah. Keep
0: that um let's go to a question from luke in the uk who writes hello ladies and gentlemen what are your opinions on a new jet set radio game being produced jet set radio future is one of the coolest games on the original xbox so do you think an hd port or a new game altogether would be good this is from luke what do we think guys would we want to see a new jet set radio
2: i'd like to see the hd remake of the original one from dreamcast
0: Arthur? I'm sure casing? most
3: people would just be happy if they released a version of that that worked on Xbox 360s. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: It's true. Actually, I, it's been ages since I've played <coughs> Jet Set Radio, so that would actually be really cool. Well, to go I back mean, to.
3: like Jet Set Radio Future is supposedly backwards compatible on 360, but if it's the Sega GT Jet Set Radio Future disc, it doesn't work. Mm. And that's the version that most people have. Okay. Although I do have a copy of the original. Part. Look at you.
0: I will buy it off of you for a hamburger.
3: <laughs> they go for a lot on eBay. It's okay. ridiculous. How about a so like, Luther burger then? Yes,
0: yeah, so like two hamburgers. I don't want your goddamn donut
3: burger. <laughs> okay. In yeah, the you do. in the
1: world of Dreamcast games, I mean there's been a lot that have come over to arcade. I mean Jet Set Radio would be amazing. That's I mean that's one of the standout games on Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were tons of awesome games yeah. on Dreamcast. In but... space Were trials? there really a, lot of t- a ton of awesome games on Dreamcast? Please don't get me started. We don't have enough time. This is a 360 <laughs> podcast. If you want to have a Dreamcast, if you want to have a Sega podcast, then we should talk. I'm sorry. Right. If
3: someone had to review Sonic Adventure on Xbox Live Arcade last year? I just My here. No, 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 you're, you're memories you're, are dead.
1: What I'm, what I'm saying is there's a lot of great games on Dreamcast. Not all of them have been brought over to Xbox Live Arcade. That's what I'm saying. Yes. And Jet Set Radio would be a good one.
0: Yeah. yeah. Also, Psychic Force 2012, one of the greatest fighting games of our time. Instead of... Anybody? Instead of talking... No? Oh, no. uh, about Power Stone? I was going to say, instead of talking about remaking Jet Set, why don't we make
1: Power Stone 3? <laughs>
2: yeah, that'd
3: you know, be awesome. I bought the Power Stone on P- Well, it was on PSP. It's so because, I I... thank
1: you, Like you just answered your own question for you. Because <laughs> you're that smart.
3: <laughs> All shrug I have is a shrug. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I, they should at least try putting Power Stone on Live Arcade.
0: They should. Yeah. Let's they shouldn't just try They should do it. Let's go to... Email! Email! Richie writes, Hey, Unlocked folks. First of all, you rock your my face off. Sorry, I screwed that up. <laughs> you rocked your my face off. First up. of all, well, because Richie spelled like it wrong. Travolta? Richie wrote, first of all, you rock my face the- off. <laughs> no, it was Richie's fault. Thanks, Richie, for making me look like a dumbass. God damn it. Uh, how many map packs do you think Bloops will have? I say, I mean Black Ops. Also, I just heard your latest podcast and thought I would let you know Redbox is now renting games for $2 a day. The selection isn't awesome, but it's a good alternative to Blockbuster or other video stores.
3: How many Black Ops map packs have there been? Two three. or three? Three. So
0: one more, probably. Yeah. And you think that'll be it, and then it'll, we'll move on to the Modern Warfare series? I think they'll release yeah.
3: one more in September to try to distract from Gears of War or anything else that could possibly put a dent in Black Ops. Maybe but Battlefield they wouldn't, they wouldn't do that for, for October because it would distract from Modern Warfare like a month later, I think. But I could be wrong. Arthur. Oh.
0: Hi. Hi, buddy. I have a question for you. This question comes from Tony. Tony writes, uh, in regards to Crisis 2, playing it on the 360, I noticed horrible graininess to the point that I just could not play through the entire, entire game. It just took away from the experience. Have any of you experienced this and do you know if the Crisis team is going to depl- deplay a fix? I think he
3: means deploy. I mean, there's post processing in Crisis Two on Xbox 360, and maybe that's the
0: graininess he's thinking of. Okay, so can you explain for us?
3: That just post processing is a filter that goes over the image after it's been rendered to make it look a certain way.
0: Okay, can you turn it off? No. <laughs> so then, I mean, have you? I, I didn't when I played it. I didn't notice a horrible no, it's graininess. Pretty clean. I think it's actually because uh, Tony is using an S video cable by accident, and he doesn't realize on
1: his. 1976 black and white. TV. <laughs> I mean, if you want
3: to try to play Crisis 2 without the post processing, you can uh, try to play the PC version where you can force it off.
0: Hmm. Right, yeah, I don't know what Tony's uh, concern is. I, d- I didn't really notice graininess, but uh, good luck, Tony. Tell us how that goes. Stop
1: playing Crisis 2 on your Nomad.
0: <laughs> uh, this question is from David, who writes, "Hey, locks in this. What's up with Max Payne 3? Any news? Is this game still going to come out? Thanks."
3: Some Does anybody way. know?
0: What three? I haven't heard Max, Max Payne, Payne 3. Max
3: Payne
1: 3. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's just, it's Rockstar. I mean, all they do is they put out news, then they change the game after they, because, I, mean, I mean, they put out that big cover story on Game Informer where Max Payne was like
3: on the cover. Ted Bundy. Yeah. Or, not yeah. Ted, or uh, and, Al Bundy. Yeah, you know, and Ted everyone reacted negatively. <laughs> the only thing, <laughs> <laughs> Ted Bundy. The only the thing that people Whoops. reacted negatively he to moved. was the fact that he was bald. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, was, everyone was sad that Max Payne's, uh, like, Trademark locks were gone, like the the, oh, the, the smooth yeah. haircut.
1: But they put them back, and that was just uh, that part of the game is going to be a fever dream, kind of like Eternal <laughs> snuff. No, it's not true. But um, so I, the latest that I heard about Max me three was in an article in Edge. It was a few months ago. It was a cover story, and um, but yeah, it wasn't at E three. And uh, I imagine that since we haven't heard anything on GTA five. That that could possibly be a candidate for their new spring release slot. Which yeah, they're, they're
3: May. Like, yeah,
1: they've they've been owning that for the past couple of years, obviously with L.A. Noire and Red Dead. So and then GTA Four came out. Didn't that come out yes, in March or April?
0: It came out in April. I think. Man,
1: they're making that their new fall, and then nobody goes up against them. So
0: I just want to know how do you guys remember dates so well? I can't for the life of me get dates right. So that's I have my really one good contextual memory. Well, you're you're just smart. and I want to kiss your bald head. All right, let's go on to. It's uh, Arthur's bald head. <laughs> I have hair.
1: Yeah,
3: Casey right. does have hair. Email, okay. email. For now.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I thought he was about to cry, but he was <laughs> just coughing. Um, let's uh, go on to a question from Rusty, who email. is writing about email, who is writing about Deus Ex Human Revolution. Uh, Rusty writes, which looks to be a better iteration of the game, uh, the PS3 or the 360 version? I noticed the developer videos are on PS3. Cheers from Rusty.
3: Uh, playing it a couple months ago, they looked basically the same.
0: Although it's true that you, um, that actual Idos Montreal is working on the PS3 version. Right? They're
3: probably leading on PS3 because it's easier to get comparable results when they do that.
0: Um, there's
1: a, um, on the Xbox 360, there's a brown filter that you can turn the brown up. Down so on PS3, you can't. So, okay. it depends on how brown Sometimes you want the game. I,
0: I can't even tell if you're kidding. Sometimes,
1: <laughs> I, I, I mean, it just it, you know what I'm talking about, Arthur. Right?
3: No,
0: <laughs> the I, brown. I, felt just, I mean, there's know. a
3: difference in, in It's a
0: joke. The game's really brown. Right. I know, I know. It's, it's gold. gold and black. It's, it's is gold. It
3: is, gold and black. Are it's there, gold and brown? there two colors of choice? Is it like baked? I'm more concerned with the fact that I can no longer see Deus Ex Human Revolution and not read Deus Ex Human Resources. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Because uh, they've been abbreviated right. as HR. Deus Ex HR. i like, <laughs> <laughs> Human Resources? Is, is that the amazing. live arcade prequel? Um,
1: Oh my gosh.
0: I uh, uh, love calling you. Adam Jensen into a meeting uh, about his bad work behavior. I mean, that
3: does happen at the beginning. Like, you have to like do human yeah. resources bullshit. You have to go through anything.
1: orientation.
0: Adam, I've, no- I've noticed you really? that you've been you hacking do. all our security robots in the office. It's Adam, really. Can you
1: explain what you porn is? <laughs> Jeez. Um, Casey, can you explain what I don't, you porn <laughs> is? It was a, it was a euphemism. Um, so, empirically, have we decided is there really a difference? Oh, uh, I'm, th- I'm glad th- you reminded
3: me. To oh, to like request. video output wise, the yeah. the okay. Technically, the PS3 outputs a more color correct signal, like without any like tweaking, like which is why it looks softer because it's just it's not it's designed to output as like generic a signal as possible for video equipment to take. And the 360 outputs a much more high contrast signal and developers got used to compensating for the way that
0: the 360 outputs games.
1: So translation for what's his, what, what's his name?
0: Uh, this, that was from Rusty.
1: Rusty. So what should we tell Rusty? PS3 uh, I mean, wait a uh, second. Wait, wait, wait. wait. They look you need to play it on 360 because th- who cares about the other platform? This is unlocked. <laughs> Am I right? It
3: looks the same. That's not a game you're going to play for the graphics, honestly. like it, It's competent. It has a cool visual style, but it's... It's more about the gameplay It's there. much more about the gameplay. Yeah. You
1: guys aren't any fun well what did we do nothing go on i'm, having a, I'm having a blast you You're have to establish
3: real. we have to, to i have to like demonstrate to people that i'm not super
0: biased against the ps3 okay i'm yeah. just kidding they around. just assume that this I is am.
1: my very first podcast here so
0: i'm really i'm so, actually very much enjoying myself i hope you come I, back soon
2: i just like to sit near you i know I we should try seats <laughs> <laughs> um
0: uh, i'm gonna direct this one to stephanie because you've been really quiet today so, I just like
2: listening to everyone talk, and I, have the, and I realize you know, I'm on a podcast, and that's not what I'm supposed to do, but then I have this <laughs> inner monologue in my head. It's like, oh, maybe I have a thought here. So but wait, they're moving on. Crap, I can't say anything. Take anymore. that inner Damn. monologue
0: and make it outer monologue. Yeah, you can, you're more than welcome to talk anytime. You can interrupt me by slapping my face. No. Do you have any idea it's how many fine. people that, do that, died
3: that so that you could talk on a podcast
2: with me? How many what? people
3: suffered and died and marched? <laughs> Your right there
1: are children podcast. slaving in <laughs> factories right now, so you can be on this podcast. they
0: I
2: appreciate that.
0: Which Thank you. Uh, which uh, summer of arcade games are you most excited about this year, and how do you think uh, this year stacks up to other years? The summer of arcade games include, let's see, Bastion, uh, Insanely, from Dust, from Dust, um, Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet, yeah, yep. right, Toys, Toy, Toy, Toy Soldier,
2: Toy so- I was gonna say Toy Soldier, Toy Soldier, Cold right. War, yeah.
0: yes, yeah. and then and there's
1: there was, the extra one if you buy all of them, which is
2: Crimson Alliance, yes. Yeah. Oh, is
3: that the four-player?
2: I think so. Like
3: you know, beat 'em up type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yum. I'm okay.
2: actually. I, I think we already went over this, but we're really. I'm super stoked to get Bastion today. Okay. Like just. Just reading Greg's review and then hearing Arthur talk about it and looking at, looking at it on my dashboard, it looks very appealing to me. <laughs>
0: I, love I love like seeing the little pictures on your dashboard and you're like, ooh, I want to spend my points on those. That's how to get I sound it. apparently when I'm talking to myself. And my I was apartment. trying to get it
2: right before this podcast, but then you interrupted and I had to leave.
0: Well, way to make me feel guilty. <laughs> but, Thanks um, for sharing. From
2: Dust also looks really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. that game is, is cool. But Bastion's probably up there on my list. How about you gentlemen?
1: I would say insanely. Uh, what's it called? Insanely, <laughs> 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 that game I don't I, I know didn't the name of. S- the say most say it exciting it game.
3: Yeah, that, that game does look really cool.
1: The, they released a trailer not too long ago. It was a long trailer. It was about uh, six or seven minutes, um, which is long in the world of trailers. And I was immediately hooked. I just think it looks amazing.
3: It sort of reminds me of a game series on that other platform, actually, strangely enough. That doesn't which exist? one? Pixel Junk.
2: Mm-hmm. It, looks,
3: it kind of reminds me of Pixel no, Junk. No, she was actually
1: which which platform. Oh, We don't know, though. Because there are <laughs> not another.
3: Only Xbox. Uh, <laughs> only 360. <is> <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to Toy Soldiers Cold War. Because I played that at E3, and it was hilarious. And it fixed every problem I had with the last one. And like the major issues with tower defense games in the first place, which is that you can replay a wave. Ooh. Yeah. So they're like the the problem with tr- the so tower it's defense for, it's is for like babies now is what you're saying. <laughs> no, it's Great. for people who have fucking lives, uh-huh. and like and don't can't spend a lot of time playing the same level over and over again, trying to get that tank wave just right. So, like, the problem with tower defense games is it's trial by death. Like, <laughs> well, me, I you only know you only know you're gonna you only know you're doing something wrong by failing the level and starting over from scratch.
1: But that's just called gaming.
3: No, that's called frustrating.
1: Well, sometimes it's called bad level design. But... Yeah,
2: I can't even remember what was on last year's lineup for Summer of Arcade. There was Limbo, Hydro, uh, Hydro Thunder, Hurricane. which was not good. Yeah, uh,
3: Hydrophobia was that part of the
1: Summer uh, Arcade? When when was Shadow Complex? Was that, that was two thousand nine?
3: Oh,
2: yeah. oh god, so I, I like
1: no. this year better than
0: last year. <laughs> Don't say that. Yeah, this no. year is uh, looking pretty good. Although Damon, I think, mentioned to me that Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet is pretty short, which uh, which could be a good thing, I guess. If but he you really like liked the games, right? Games. Yeah, this is yeah, what I want: Insanely Twisted it.
1: Shadow Complex.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Can we make a phone call? Fall uh, Yeah, I can.
0: I can make one right now with this uh, device here. Hold on a second. There is a phone on the desk. High chair. Yeah, we were told Hello. They hung up. They put me on hold. Oh, I. I actually. I don't know. I don't hope I didn't call someone. Hold on. Did you
1: really call someone? It's Chris Carl.
0: Hey guys. Giving away free shit.
1: Giving away copies of Superman Seven.
0: Okay, I think I fixed it. So we're probably fine. it's still still flat this so this like little podcast phone is flashing so many lights in me i don't know what's happening um yeah anyway so this year seems better than Mm -hmm. last year i agree
1: it seems pretty solid
0: yeah uh hey casey Hey, Ryan. Hi. Let's uh, ask you a question from Will, who writes, I'm Will, and I am 12 years old. As all 12-year-old boys do, I want to play GTA 4, but I'm not allowed. Are there any games like it, preferably less violent? They can be M-rated. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I think it's a great <laughs> Did play GTA 4. Saints Row 2,
3: definitely, is a lot like GTA 4. Uh,
1: a sandbox game where, well, I guess it would depend on what he likes to do. If he wants to, like, beat up hookers and run over pedestrians, then... I would stick with GTA 4, but if he's 12 and he can't play an M-rated game... What's just a, Cause
0: 2? Yeah, Just Cause 2. That's, it's, not, it's, it's
3: way, way it's not less, less M- violent. I you're killing Hispanic people, so totally fine. You, you're right about that. <laughs> they're but
1: evil, and they're, <laughs> Arthur. Yeah, they're well, yeah, I said they're evil, Hispanic people. They're rebels, too. So
3: It's a joke. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually it. making fun of the game that it's somehow okay that he's killing a bunch of people who aren't white. That's right. Just like in Resident
0: Evil, it's cool. They're why? Why mostly, is that a problem?
3: I mean, why is
0: it not a problem
3: that it's a game? Why that's, is it a problem
0: that a race is represented? And so, it would be okay if he was killing white people, but if their race is different, it's not okay.
3: I think that there are bigger issues at play when you involve minorities that are typically poorly represented or stereotyped in a video mm-hmm. game than white people. White people have had it good for quite a while.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. So, I just I think that that's a. That's a, that's, a, that's a very complex discussion that we could probably talk about at length. Now, nobody but... can see
1: this right now because this is obviously all audio, but Ryan just pulled out a baseball bat with nails in it. Mm-hmm. And...
0: and I pulled out my dildo cannon. <laughs> Whoa! All I'm saying is, is that uh, there are definitely problematic issues uh, in games and in game design, but I would say that just like if, you are, if your enemy is someone that is not white, I don't think that automatically makes it bad.
3: No, it doesn't automatically make right. it bad. I, it was just a joke. Kind of social
0: commentary, but all jokes. Arthur was being yeah. Arthur, but here's here's the
1: real issue. All right, Ryan. What are you ready for me Um, to lay it down? Yeah, I want to hear the real issue. We're here to help Will and twelve year old Will here is looking for Uh, a sandbox game that would deliver as much you know.
3: I could tell you, I really like a game that would piss your parents off less. That is arguably more violent and more controversial. If you think about it, is Red Faction Guerrilla, which is an awesome open world game with like a ton of destruction.
0: Yeah, actually, that's a really good. Uh, totally ignoring the there. fact
3: that you're a terrorist that can put roadside bombs on the ground. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but
3: again, you're defeating the. Right, evil and guys. you're on Mars, and they are dudes whose faces you can't see, so your parents aren't going to say shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
2: I guess
1: if they're
3: like. It's you not know, bloody. So I don't think any humans. of the,
2: the game options that we're giving him are going to fly with it. How about this? How no, about, how red Faction
3: like, Guerrilla totally will. that, that would think work. so. Yeah, but it's like yeah. a team game, right? Earth Defense
1: Force.
0: That's not so much open world.
1: Yeah, but you get to sort of run around and destroy a bunch of stuff. And it's like. Ants and it's a bunch of ants. Yeah, that's things. true.
0: And that is I supposed
1: to be a really fun co-op. Mm-hmm. So. Uh,
3: I
0: haven't speaking, really been a
3: lot of open world games that are T. Speaking of Just Cause 2. it's
1: because it's not fun to just walk around and be like, Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> hey, let's go into the post office and mail some stuff. That's actually
0: one
3: of my favorite things to
0: do. I, I, yeah, but
1: That's called Second Life.
0: I actually true. really like when games give you like non-violent interact- interactions. Oh, so you should play Shenmue. I was just
1: going to say, <sighs> God damn
3: you. <laughs> Coming back to Dreamcast.
0: Uh. I should
2: really like that game. I'm looking forward, to hopefully, crossing my fingers for Shenmue Three. going gonna Are be crossing you, your like, fingers totally for a long high. time. It's yeah. never gonna happen. <laughs> And You're gonna have arthritis I mean, like, in those be? fingers when we Shenmue ta-
3: three comes out.
1: <laughs> I was on a podcast uh, not too long ago on Destructoid, uh-huh. and we were talking about making Shenmue three, like what it would be, and it boiled down to be, be awful. It boiled down to being like a drawer simulator, like opening and closing drawers <laughs> and looking for items, <laughs> and then trying to get things out of like a soda pop machine and throwing the cans. Away.
3: You don't actually use the directional pad or the or the analog oh, sticks. It's just it's a, a series connect. of quick time. No, it's sequences. a Kinect That's game. all the, yeah, well, yeah Yeah. It's and a it, connect game. And you like, can make
1: it music based. Yeah. And there'd be a song It's like, where's use a guitar my dad, hero controller. where's my dad, I gotta find my dad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome, I would play.
0: That's Casey's <laughs> musical background coming out. Yes, musical. I said it. Uh, speaking of Just Cause 2, uh, Email. Peter wants to know, this is not Peter Eichmann's by the way, this is just Peter. I was thinking, what would you want from Just Cause 3, I would want co-op. Just Cause 3, not confirmed, of course. We're just saying, if there was a Just Cause 3, what would we want? I Arthur won. would want
3: better shooting mechanics. I would, actually. I'd like a game that was fun to play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? More? I don't
0: know. I was trying Apparently to be a bad, bad, bad no, Arthur impression.
1: Okay. L- l- let's talk about the continuum of Just Cause for a second. Because Just Cause 1 was very moderately possibly fun. But Just Cause 2, they really improved a lot of stuff. It was
3: just like, I th- the thing that people watched on with Just Cause 2 was just like doing crazy shit with the grappling hook.
1: Well, not just that, but then blowing everything up. Like, what was the thing? Like, uh, it, wasn't Ch- it caused chaos. as much chaos as yes. possible. Yes. And, I mean, that was fun. And, like, you know, you're sort of getting your mercenaries fixed because uh, Mercenaries 3 got canned. Um, but w- uh, would co op be fun in Just Cause? I mean, uh, it would be like Crackdown, I, mean, I guess. I everything
3: mean, is more fun with someone else there. Like,
1: Crackdown 2 wasn't.
3: Right. Well, but Crackdown had co op already. You're so right. It's it not did. Like, so you're it's right. not like that was, like, a particularly like, revolutionary thing.
1: I think it would be more fun. I think they need to add in more pop culture references that actually did something. Like, I was really pissed when I flew all the way to that island to find the hatch and then I was stuck there. I was like, oh, this is
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so like I guess i got to swim
0: all the way back. No, I guess that's
1: why they make save files, but... Um, I don't know, Just Cause 2 was sort of fun. I really, did... I really enjoyed it. I, I
3: tried to play Just Cause 2. I wasn't really digging it. Like... Dude,
1: there was uh, we had a couple nights when we played that, uh, me and some friends, where there were some hoots and hollering going on. The yeah. grappling um, hook was hilarious.
3: Right, I'm, and I totally give them that. I just... I feel like the fundamental mechanics of that game weren't very good. Like the driving wasn't very good, moving
0: around wasn't very good. I'm just picturing like uh, an ad campaign where they're like people that work on the fundamentals, and it's like the fun <laughs> is all colored, and they're like trying to figure out the fun. No, come on, that's hilarious, you guys. Suck.
3: Okay, Troy McClure. Uh, hey, Murrow. I'm really looking forward to Saints Row 3, though. Oh my god, that game's gonna be so. Because that game looks bananas, and it's from the dudes who did like Red Faction had the best shooting in an open world game I've ever played. So,
0: oh and yeah, that's a that's a Volition game, yep. isn't it? God, I am excited about that game more by the day, by the day, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's a question from. It does w- look really good. Here's our last question of the day from Wildcat. Wildcat yeah. writes, "Do you like cheese? Yeah, sure, in
2: moderate amounts. Yeah,
0: what? No, I love
2: cheese on no.
3: everything. Okay." You like cheese in enormous amounts, but you'll only eat cheese in moderate amounts.
2: Sure. (laughs) Stephanie can't be trusted. (laughs) I love cheese. I'll eat it in enormous amounts on pizza. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah. Pizza is a gift. And then in moderate yeah, amounts on like a burger. God Just damn, one slice. Yeah. All right. Well, that's why I want to wrap it up because my soda. stomach is growling right now. Um, so, folks, uh, the meta achievement uh, has been very successful recently. This is a game, obviously, that we've been playing where you send in uh, pictures of various things that we tell you to do and you get fake achievement points for it. And that's all for good fun. Uh, people... As opposed to
3: real achievement points exactly. that mean something.
0: That's true. Thank you, Arthur. But there's no real way. It's all on the honor system. There's no real way to track it. But Lawrence, Peter, two Jeremy's, Danny, Mark, Josh, Joshua, Jason, Matt, and Brian... All submitted meta achievements uh, in the past week. Congrats to all you guys! You got your achievement points. I forgot how much you guys earned. Just, I'm sure you all kept track because you guys it's went on your It's 120 to, so to far. Submitting. So Casey, what I want you to do as uh, your inaugural first episode of Podcast Unlocked, you need to think of some sort of real world task. Recently, we've had them uh, make a particular type of drink and take a picture with it. We've had them post a picture of themselves with their 360. Give them a task to do so that they can email it in, and then they get um, fake points out of it, which you are allowed to tell them how many points, within reason, they earn. Thanks for putting me on the spot. Do you want to do, do, do you want sh- on sh- it for a second? I have other housekeeping notes I can go through. Yeah, go through it. All right. You can send us questions, topics, and more to Unlocked at IGN.com. Remember, please keep them short. You can also follow all of us on this place called Twitter. It's a great little uh, social networking space. You may have heard of it. I can be reached at Pwam Cider. That's P-W-A-M Cider. Uh, Stephanie can be reached at SuperLee7, L-E-E, and then the number 7. Super easy. And then Arthur is... A-E-G-I-E-S. Mm-hmm. Yes, I got it. I didn't have it written here. I looked down and all I saw was Peter's Twitter name. And I freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> um, assholes. And uh, Lynch-tacular. Like spectacular. Yes, Lynch. Casey yeah. can be followed at Lynch-tacular. It's just how it sounds, right? Lynch-tacular. Like and Lynch is L-Y-N-C-H, yep. right? Like
1: when you hang someone.
0: Jeez. Per- Perfect. You can also follow. Yikes. You can find me at uh, Google+. Plus. I've been trying to rock really? that service. Really? Yeah.
3: You yeah. need he to take that to shit here?
2: Shameless wow. plug for yourself. Where's the rest of the love? There's a oh, contest. Yeah, I forgot
0: that, Ste- that, Stephanie is, uh, that Stephanie is on wait, Google wait, Plus. Wait, I'm also. on Google Plus too. Oh, and I think Casey's we all also. are. Not that
1: we actually visit it,
0: but... No, actually, I really like Google Plus. I don't like visit Google any Plus. social networking site. I, I really like Google Plus. And yes, Arthur, I'm going to bring it up as much as I goddamn well want <laughs> so you shut the hell up.
3: <laughs> There's a contest at IGN to see who can get
0: the most Google Plus followers. Yeah, and I'm going to rock that contest because if someone challenges me, I will fucking do it. So, there you wow.
2: go. A, t- a pro tip to people who want to find me on Google Plus. If they put Stephanie Lee as well as either IGN oh, 7, or Watermelons oh, okay. in the search string, they will find me. Yes, if you read my profile, you will see why. I
0: want to. And also, just to let y'all folks know, um, on Twitter, you can also follow IGN, at IGN. We're also on Facebooks and all those other cool spaces. Please come on there and hang out with us, because honestly, I've been having a really awesome time. Um, Once in a while, I'll do a Google Plus Hangout, which is basically just a multi-viewer chat with webcam support. And I've been talking with IGN folks, and it's been a blast. I really enjoy it. And uh, I think now we can go back to Casey with a meta achievement.
1: Sure. Can I give two? Yeah. Okay. So the first one, I think it's always good uh, practice to have, like, a pizza game night. So I think uh, an achievement to unlock would be to have and order a taken pizza. Okay. Or, you know... Uh, delivery okay. so take a picture with you and your 360 and a pizza got it second okay. one and i think which is far more important is because we all play 360 and it is the superior platform of choice <laughs> would be to take a picture of your 360 running with you getting ready to play a game next to a very dusty ps3 got it's it. not being used okay got it so,
0: so like, just like sweep your house and dump it all on top yeah. of. yeah and how many points do, do they do get for each of these achievements
1: well, I, I don't know the going rate here. So. Uh, so
0: far, they've ranged from between 10 to 50 points, depending the on the The second one complexity. sounds like a 50-pointer. I would say, yeah. yeah. So, I would say, so Dusty PS3 is 50 points. Correct. And no, what does pe- Gaming Pizza Party get you? I would say like... 20? Because you have to pay for the pizza. 25 for sure.
1: 25. 25. Yeah.
0: 25 and 50. Perfect. You guys have the tasks. I'm actually going to start writing out these meta achievements in the description of the podcast in case you guys need a reference. Uh, Thank you to whoever suggested that to me on email. Sorry, I forgot who you are. Email. Email. All done. Uh, I think that is pretty much it. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Casey. Thanks for having Very me. Very special guest, editor-in-chief of IGN.com. Um, and uh, make sure that you join us next week Wednesday when we will teach you where to find the best caviar and vodka that money can buy. And Stephanie has something to say.
2: I just wanted to, once again, promote the Facebook page where oh, yes. all the locksmiths can gather. And it's actually a pretty active page. And you can all trade uh, meat sauce recipes. and
0: Meat sauce <laughs> recipes. About, I like talk about it. The, is the that innuendo? Sh-
2: <laughs> if, it, <laughs> no, if it is, not I no, want no, it cause cause to be. Because remember, there was one episode where Ryan Clements promised to teach us a uh-huh. uh, killer recipe for meat I don't meat think sauce. I was here uh-huh. that day. Yeah. No, well, you weren't.
0: You weren't here for a lot of days, Dad. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I don't like you very much. <laughs> oh, well, you can get the fuck out of this podcast room, then, I <laughs> so <we> go eat. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to go get food, too. Let's go get an ice cream everybody. sandwich. Thank you for joining us. Could you, Casey could you actually move your mic just a little bit closer to your beautiful mouth? Thank you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Is that is that okay? Yeah, that was that was perfect.